This episode is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, experienced wealth managers who go above and beyond to guide and support you. CanDo is more than just an attitude. It's navigating today for a brighter tomorrow. Visit CanDoWealth.com. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots. I'm Katie Balls and I'm joined by James Heal. And we're stood on the roof of Parliament following, a, I think we could say a crunch vote for the Prime Minister. Now, James, we've just had the results when it comes to the Prime Minister's Rwanda Plan B. Um, there was lots of, I think, uh, worry ahead of this vote. But in the end, he won it fairly comfortably at 313 votes to 269 against. Not a single Tory MP voted against the bill, but 38 Conservative MPs abstained. What do you make of the result? So it's a good day for number 10 in that they have managed to get this through without a single Tory MP coming out against it, despite all that noise and fury over the past week. The right of the party and certain members of the ERG I've been speaking to this evening be saying, well, look, you know, we've had 30 abstentions. Clearly, that's more than the 29 votes needed to vote against it. Therefore, this is very much laying down a marker, keeping their powder dry and hoping to have a fight further down the line, potentially at committee stage. And of course, as we said before on this podcast, no bill, a government bill has been rejected at second reading since 1986. It would have gone against the grade of history to have had this bill rejected tonight. They therefore think this fight can be deferred into the new year. And the question for number 10 is what do they do over the next few weeks in order to make that fight as winnable as possible? And I suppose before we get to that, I guess it's worth taking just stock of what's happened today. Yeah. Which is, had you had a scenario, whereas to your point, the government had managed to lose its second reading, given it hasn't happened since the 80s, it wasn't necessarily curtains over for Rishi Sunak, but it would have been a pretty big blow to his authority that would have been very hard to recover from. Speaking to Tory MPs yesterday, today, they all said confidence letters would have gone in. He probably would have won that vote, but that's that dent to the authority you want to avoid. Mm. We've seen the whips working today, Rishi Sunak meeting with MPs, trying to you know reduce the rebellion, and they have had pretty good progress there. I think it is probably less tight than lots of MPs were predicting predicting this time yesterday. Yes, certainly. And I also think that some of the briefings over the weekend talking about people who could have succeeded Rishi Sunak now look a little off the map. The fact that, as you say, you have that kind of no Tory MP has come out on a three-line whip tonight and voted against the government does help keep Rishi Sunak's authority. Certainly this side of recess, and I think we can underestimate that fact, which is that it is often about parliamentary time and legislation. And now I think got through this today on the Tuesday night and Parliament will arise uh, in a week's time. In, in, in terms of what happens next, I think that I th- the MPs on the right who abstained tonight or were part of those kind of briefings around the so-called five families of different groups on the right would like to see some kind of outreach operation. I think that it's going to be difficult, I think, for them to replace the Prime Minister if they chose to do so. The, the question is how difficult we have the next year or so at a time when, of course, you want to stress a united government as opposed to a, a CCHQ would view it, view it, a kind of divided Labour Party between a kind of moderate leadership and actually a far-left contingent on the backbenches. Yeah, I think they had the I think the government had some success tonight when you look at that debate. It's just the number of Tory MPs saying, what's Labour's answer? What's Labour's response? Which is what Rishi Sunak is trying to make this bill and what they have tried to do since the beginning of the year with their legal migration bill, which is to effectively say, this is a bill that we're pushing through. 
Andrea wanted to stop the boats, but even if it doesn't, is the subtext, we can take the fight to Labour. The problem they've had in the past week is that the Tories have been more interested in fighting one another mm. over the bill than taking the fight. Now, I still think the main headlines from today will be Tory civil war comes to a brief reprieve, yeah, but Sunak it's going to get worse yeah, later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but even in that debate, I think the number of Tory MPs willing to say, Yvette Cooper, what are you saying on this? Does suggest there is a bit of an appetite to move to something else. I also think that margin is just better than most expected. So in number 10, they'll be fairly happy tonight. As you say, Lo James, I think the question is, have they just moved the battle to next year? Which, from Rishi Sunit's perspective, if you only have bad options, isn't the worst outcome. It's probably one of the better ones. But how serious then is the threat? If you look at the number of abstentions, as we just talked about, if they all were moved into voting against, the government would be in serious trouble. But do we think they all would be? Mm. Or do we think, you know, you might get like 75% of that group doing it? And therefore, I don't think this is comfortable territory for Rishi Sunak at all. I think there is a problem in the new year, particularly because if he gives anything to the right, the One Nation group who backed him today might redraw support. But at the same time, the number isn't so frightening in terms of abstentions that you do think there's a bit of a space where it's a battle where you're not quite sure who's going to win if you're playing a game of chicken. I think also you've got to remember, of course, number 10 have made a huge amount about the Romanian government's position on all this and saying that you know, they'll only accept us up to a point. So that's what makes it conditional and outside force beyond number 10's control. The second thing I'd say about talking about the debate today, I think that the most, uh, you know, speech that most MPs will be talking about in the coming days will be you know, Robert Jemrick's one, where he, he definitely worded it, not so much in terms of a challenge to Rishi Sunak's leadership, but about making this bill better, this bill can be better. And I think that, you know, the fact that, First of all, he spoke without notes, who impressed some MPs. Uh, second of all, his tone, I think, was rather spot on. And therefore, I think it'll be about trying to make this as a constructive friend of the government rather than a critic or anyone saying, and maybe perhaps in the Brexit years, when it was very much like betrayal of Brexit, you know, challenge the leadership of the government. So I think we're in a different territory to that. And I think that the margin of this, the victory tonight will have helped the government. Yeah, and I think the decision not to make it a confidence issue. Now, of course, we did have accusations against the chief whip yeah. that he was threatening sackings. <laughs> Um, but it does feel as they walk back a bit from that. But the decision not to make it a competent issue definitely lowered the stakes somewhat. But looking at the number of MPs who abstained today, it is quite a mix. You've got Miriam Cates, you've got Jonathan Gullis, but then you've also got Caroline Noakes and you've got Chris Skidmore. Now, that's different parts of the Tory party, yeah. which obviously, once you get to amendments, means that it would be moved in different ways. They're not going really to be backing similar amendments and trying to force the government's hand. And it means, I think, you know, again, to your point, I don't think this is a great night for the government, but I think considering where the day began... Yes. There'll be some sense of relief and approaching almost a smile, perhaps, in Downing Street that they managed to salvage it from this. Thank you for listening to Coffee House Shots.